This episode is brought to you by Summers Isle Island Honey. Summers Isle Island Honey is hand harvested and created in the farming community on a privately owned island of Summers Isle in the Pacific Northwest. It gives you the most delicious and freshest taste on the market, and the honey is also 100% organic. Generations of knowledge and tradition go into every product from Summers Isle. You can order your batch from the Fresh Foods Metropolis website and get it delivered so quick you'll be screaming, Not the bees! <laughs> Welcome back to episode two, Nick Cageathon. Raging Cajun. Cineversal Nerds. I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. And, and I'm Dope Dope. And this is Dope Dope. <laughs> Alan <laughs> has made his return for episode two. Are you excited, Alan? Yeah, I'm back, man. Yeah. Still uh, chubby and mixed, but just in case anybody was wondering, it's like, did he gain weight? Did he lose weight? Nope, even Stevens. And how many did we watch for this episode? I watched everything 30... except for his directed one, right? And then count that some one. of the voiceover ones, okay. the animated ones. Cause... So the 30s in the 30s. Yeah, about oh my 30. god! Well, there was 37 total. That I did, is I did the count. Insane! I think I yeah. watched three. <laughs> I watched 11. Hey, that's pretty good. That's good. That's yeah. good. That was the last. I'm proud so, of you. But I've seen most of the other ones so many times that I just didn't watch right. them. But <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thanks. That was that was some good work. <laughs> I would have watched more, but some of them I couldn't find. Like I wanted yeah. to watch Bangkok I, Dangerous, but I couldn't have find it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. And I got like a copy. This was earlier this week, and it was just. I had a, I we had a fun time at the the disc traders, you know. <laughs> just, we did. I think they I had bought. a huge deal. They had like. The, I wasn't invited. <laughs> it was like right after work. You were working. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you were working. That is why you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that. But I'm before, just joking. <laughs> before we get into Cage again, was there anything you recently watched? Um, besides all the ridiculous. Yes, we don't. We'll okay. get to the Cage in a minute. Um, I'm currently on the the season finale of season two of Euphoria, which is an okay. HBO show. I've heard of it. It's talked about it a lot. Zendaya, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that one. I was thinking like a space show. No, no, it's a <laughs> Zendaya. It sounds like a space show. Yeah, she's like a drug addict, and Ooh. it is very good. That's I like I it. I mean, some of the scenarios are a little ridiculous and over the top, but it's artsy kind of. And I might like it. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but <laughs> you like to make fun of me for like the arts. Yeah, I stuff. know, but it make is me different. Sound pretentious or something. Zendaya, I think, just is. <laughs> And a phenomenal actress, anyway. So. She is really good. She she's is. Gonna, she's gonna win an Oscar one day. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. Now. If she, she hasn't will. from this show, she brought yeah, know, like, she'll probably be nominated. Yeah. It'd be a um, Golden Globe, Globe or and, Emmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I Emmy. was reading That's some of the is. reviews, and people were saying, <clears throat> "Oh, she's terrible. She has no range," and blah blah. I'm like, "Are you insane? Are we watching the same show?" Hey, the people say Pattinson has no range. <laughs> yeah, I was saw this funny meme, and it was like. Uh, see, vampires really do turn into bats. That's true. <laughs> Talking about him, I was like, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but Dracula did it first. <laughs> that was clever. Yeah, mm. cracked me up anyway. Anything else? Um, I finished Shameless. Right. Finally. It's a good show. That's like, what, 12? 11. Yeah. Ele- oh, is it 11? Yeah. It's long show, too. It's good, though. I didn't rewatch it all. I just watched the last two. Um... Ending was okay. Yeah, the ending was okay, but it was a good show. Yeah, oh, up, for up sure. To that last season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a little strange, and you'd think that a it, lot of things were going to get tied up, or, or yeah, you know, whatever. Like, but it's it's left to your imagination. It didn't. Yeah, and it 
I'm really picky with show endings anyways and series endings and things like that. So I just... It's rare. Yeah, it's a rare it's thing It's a rare now. thing that I like the ending. Because it's scary, especially if it's a show you really like. Yeah. And then, then you're like, like, what then you automatically yeah, hate like, so many questions still. And I'm like, oh my gosh. awful or just average. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's why like, I loved Futurama's ending and... And I'm excited for it to come back, but did it need to? Probably not. No, but I, I welcome it. Now oh, for that sure. The full now cast that is back. John yeah. DiMaggio yeah. is back. Like, I've rewatched it anyways, but. What? What? What's You're Futurama? kidding. It's from the creator of The Simpsons. I'm just kidding. I was like, he's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to throw a curveball. <laughs> I was literally. I saw her face. Like, I saw yeah. her face. She's like, get out. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> It was kind of like <laughs> leave the Cheetos, get out. Yeah. We were we were talking about um, Nightmare Before Christmas not too long ago. We were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are you making that face? What'd you say? I didn't say anything. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Okay. Um, Behind corpse bread. We watched uh, Resident <laughs> Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. <laughs> about to throw that cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm done, man. Stop setting me up. I told you that was gonna be her reaction. So, so you're Brian, the one. I told Brian, I was like, I'm giving the Cheetos first, so at least she was like, well, he did give the Cheetos. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> no, I, w- I didn't say that. I've seen both of them, but I've only seen both of them one time, so I don't have a real opinion. Oh, okay, that's fine. Okay, give me the back of But if I was given a choice, like gun in my head, you can only pick one. I would go Corpse Bride. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like, the biggest it, hesitating. Because, oh, someone's <laughs> calling me. Um, <laughs> so Alan will not be joining us for part three. So I'm going to have a hell of a ride this episode, guys. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Everyone has their own opinion. I'm not going to give you a bunch no, of shit. I'm just I'll just kidding. give you I really books, have only seen all. both of those one time. So. Oh, see, that's crazy. I watch I each of them every year. We know. I know. <laughs> and I didn't see Nightmare Before Christmas until like last year. First time ever. So. Oh, so you don't have an emotional attachment to it. I don't. Like I do. I don't. Like I've loved it since I was a kid, so. Yeah. I didn't love it when I was a kid, but I did enjoy it. But it, as as I grew older, I grew to more uh, to appreciate more. I think I think really what changed it was the whole learning how they made it. And that's what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That brought me in more. Yeah. But anyways, okay. we watched Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, yes, we did. I, I did not put it on my list. And, you know, most would say it sucks. It's bad acting. It's horrible, cheesy, and, you know, I I liked it. I liked it better than the... I actually the, enjoyed uh, it. I liked I it better it than terrible. a lot of the, the Paul W.S. Anderson ones. It yeah. felt more like the game to me. Those other movies didn't feel like the game. They were like action movies with yeah. hints of those characters. But this one... No, granted, they do have all the characters in it from the game, but they don't look like those characters at all. Um, but they were there. Yeah. <laughs> and it took place in the mansion, and it had zombies, and it had a horror tone to it. I thought it was actually kind of scary. So I thought it, um, yeah, it felt more like the games. So. Yeah. That's I the one know. on Netflix? The new one no, Netflix I or? think that's uh, animated, oh, uh, CG oh, animated, yeah. which are good. The those Texas ones are Chainsaw great. One, right? Those are that's really good. Yeah, about. Texas yeah. Chainsaw. Oh, I did watch that too. I forgot to put that on my list. I enjoyed it. <laughs> but you got to, com- if you're comparing it to the other ones, are any I'm of just, them really good? <laughs> I'm just not a big fan of that franchise. I know, I think but I'm general, saying I, think I enjoyed it. it. It's a lovely yeah. relationship. That, the the that bus, bus scene was pretty cool. It's the goriest one, so I enjoyed the gore. Yeah. 
And it was very short. Extremely short. Yeah. But that's okay. We're fine with that being yeah. short. Mm -hmm. Did you watch anything dope dope? <laughs> Everything's dope dope. <laughs> but, uh, I binged Mike and Molly, which is on HBO Max. And that... I don't know. Have you seen it? I love Italy? that show. That I show have never so finished funny. it, but I've seen a couple seasons. I remember catching a couple episodes when it was still on the air, and yeah. I was just like, ha Yeah. But now it was on HBO Max, and I needed something to wean me off the cage rage, because I was like, I need something funny. Yeah. And I, and I watched um, all six seasons, and it was a good show, start to finish. I liked the ending. Um, the two leads were great. You could tell when Melissa McCarthy hit her big break in the movies because, like, you know, not really aura caring was just much different. Anymore. Yeah. And I was like, okay. you, you get that from Jason Segel when you okay. watch How I Met Your Mother when yeah. he started doing movies. Yeah, but it was a good show. Uh, I binged the first three seasons of Yellowstone. And correction, on the last episode, I thought there was like four or five. There's not. Season four is did just come out, but there was only three leading up to that. So I did watch the. Um, first three, and my friend, she's like, well, if you get Hulu Live TV, you can watch the season four now. I'm like, no. 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 <laughs> she was like, you're not cool. I was like, you have Hulu with ads. You relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> um, I caught up on Always Sunny, the newest season, where they went to Ireland. Um, I think that's about it. Um, I'm a little uh, the behind Kingsman. on that show. I watched that, but I told Brian about that. Yeah, that was about it. Because the rest was Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> and you took a recommendation and watched a movie I've been wanting you to watch, which is True Romance. I did. I watched that with him. It was a great movie. And Gary Oldman. <laughs> So good. I, I have didn't. not seen that. I know. Oh, you have book. to. Someday. It's you really, really good. <laughs> I didn't even know it was Gary Oldman. He's that good. I he's very, he was like, that's Gary Oldman. I was like, that's good actor. Dang, Gary Oldman. Brad Pitt, get some cleaning <laughs> supplies. Yeah. He was hilarious. You could see where uh, James Franco drew yeah. um, references from that Brad Pitt character <laughs> in, in uh, Pineapple Express. Like, almost to a T. <laughs> and then what you said um, about um, James Gandolfini, <laughs> the similar death. Kind of thing. As yeah, eight millimeter. He's, he's a creeper in that one too. But then I told you when I was watching, creeper roles. I was like, if you watch Sopranos, I guarantee you, yeah, um, David Chase watched that. Movie. Just, it was like, but, but in True Romance, he's kind of just standing there, looking like an idiot, gr <laughs> grinning like an idiot. Did. Like he did. And I was like, man, Tony Soprano, shit. <laughs> well, he had to. I mean, he was in the presence of the great Christopher Walken That's in that true. scene. That's oh my true. God. But that was, that was intense, watch. that scene. You'll see someday. Yeah. And it's we did like watch. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> finally saw The Wicked Man. Along with Brian. We'll get to that. That's I know we won't talk watched. about it, but yeah. I'm just saying recently watched. I, just yeah. I did rewatch that. <laughs> so great. I finished Castle, finally. Oh, I finished hi. it. It was great. The last episode, underwhelming as you're talking about bad endings. See? But see? At the same time, I'm like, I, I didn't really want it to end. I love those characters. Mm -hmm. and But that ending was kind of, what? <laughs> All that for that? See, that's what I'm talking <laughs> but, about. But it was worth the watch. Just because yeah. of the, the characters. So I'll give it a go someday. But I might finish it up. None of my top priorities. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm th I'm thinking, uh, I think I'm going to check out The Rookie next with Nathan Fillion. My niece loves that. 
Love that show. And our last recently watched, me and Alan, we saw The Batman. That just came we out did. last week. Yep. We did. Don't talk too much about it. Jesse has not seen it. Nope. Just plug my I ears loved it. while you talk Listen, about it. Listen, I've already angered her three times already. <laughs> I'm not... Did I see the movie? I didn't see the movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't know anything about talking it. Talking about the Val Kilmer? I'm just... <laughs> Maybe right. we'll talk about it in uh, another episode when no, she finally sees it. No, you can talk about okay. it. You can talk about it. It's still about fresh. It, it just say, came out. We did, we we did saw see it, it. And I loved it. That's what I'm as long as you don't spoil it, I don't care. I didn't spoil it. Batman's it. in it. <gasps> what? Well, My bad. <laughs> that's the name of the movie. <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> Brian always gives away too much, even though you he think thinks I do, that he doesn't. I don't think I do. Do you think I do? You listen to our episodes, do I? It depends on if I know what movie or show He's like, I'm just going to say this thing. The ending, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but and I don't I'm say like, any major plot points or anything. I know, but you still can't say if it was overwhelming or underwhelming. Or but everybody's opinions are different bad. about I things. I know, that is true. But then I go in thinking it's bad, and I'm just like... But a lot of times, I don't want any you, have different, you have different opinions about movies that no, I tell you I know, to watch. I know, that is true. <laughs> I'm just here for the banter. <laughs> this is true. You told me that. <laughs> Anyways. I will watch it I and loved then it. we will talk about it. And that's it. Yeah. all I'm going to talk about. Yeah, he saw it three times. I did see it three times. Three hour I movie. I called him a psycho and he's like, why Not am really? I a psycho? I, I saw Endgame like a bunch of times when it first came out and that's a three hour movie. I saw Avatar twice, but that was like two weeks apart. That's like a three hour movie too. I know, but two <laughs> weeks apart, I didn't watch it three well, times in a weekend. It's good. Okay, that's If you like it, it's good. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm just giving you shit. Because I like okay. going with different people, different reactions. Plus, mm-hmm. I missed some things the first time around. Anyway. All right. First two times Cage. Around. Episode two. Unleash the Cage. I have just a couple more trivia notes about Cage that I didn't mention in the first episode. Like, his middle name is Kim. I didn't know that. He had a wife named Kim. <laughs> that must have been interesting. Uh, he named Kim his Kim. yeah Kim Kim. Kim. He uh, <laughs> named his first son Cal L. Superman's real name. Yeah. Oh, not so. Kim. No, not Kim. Cal L. Kim. Cal Kim's. Kim. Uh, I didn't write much about. I didn't write anything about this movie because I don't count it on the list. But uh, he did make his directorial debut with a movie called Sunny, uh, starring James Franco. And that was the first and last time that Cage directed a movie. Cage produced a movie in the year... What year was this? Uh, 2002, I believe. Okay, that's not promising. And then uh, in (laughs) 2000, he produced the movie Shadow of the Vampire. John Malkovich. Okay. I did not see that. That's a rock. He was offered the part of Shrek, uh, and he turned it down because he did not like the character design. But that's the reason he kind of regretted that. And that's why he really agreed to do the Croods, but because you know, he liked to do, he liked the character design of Croods, right? So, and I'm kind of grateful because he's perfect in the Croods. I don't think he would have been a good. Shark. You never know. His because, accents are terrible. But you never know because what? Who knew? Who would have known what direction that would have take, taken? Because oh, they probably rewrote idea. it between Farley and Myers too for different things. So it might have been in a different stage and wasn't what we know it as. Mm, I don't know about that. I just But he has proved in my I in our list here that he Superman does he does Shrek. voices pretty well actually in cartoons and stuff. Or at least the cage cut. Mm. <laughs> I wanna see it. Uh, he, cage edition. 
He did have a cameo in Grindhouse that came out in 2007. Oh, yeah. Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez double feature in a fake trailer in the middle by Rob Zombie called Werewolf Women of the SS, and he played Dr. Fu Manchu. <laughs> laughing maniacally with his long beard. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good little scene. Yeah, I love those movies. Um, he was uh, casted as the lead in The Wrestler, and he was actually trying to prepare for it, but in oh, the nice. end, uh, Mickey Rourke won, won the Oscar oh, for that. That was his that comeback movie. movie. Okay, movie. yeah. I don't watch wrestling movies. Yeah. He, he decided to drop I'm out due fine. to thinking that he wouldn't be prepared enough for it. And Darren Aronofsky, the director, respected Cage very highly dur uh, during that and said he was a true gentleman in dropping out for Mickey Rourke, which was his true choice for the part. And Cage and Rourke have been friends since working on the movie Rumblefish in the early 80s. Uh, okay. So it was just an easy passing. So And Rourke got the Oscar for that. So That's a good nice. movie, but a hard watch. It's... It's... it's it's not all about wrestling. It's, yeah. it's more about you know the, rise the relationship and between him and his daughter and uh, the Marissa okay. Tomei character. It's hard wise. It's motion at points. So, but Mickey Rourke did a pretty good job. So. He did. He deserved the Oscar. I might watch it someday, but I don't um, know. and one last thing, and I know, like I said, we've said on the other episode, Cage, I believe, gets unfairly criticized. People see a Cage movie or see a movie coming out with Cage and they're immediately like, that's going to be crap, I'm going to skip it, this guy shouldn't act anymore, blah, 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 whatever. I love the guy. I've respected him a lot more now since doing these episodes and watching movies that I thought still I would never watch. Still choices, but... But he's still, like we've said before, mm -hmm. it's a bad movie, but he makes <clears throat> it watchable. Yeah, oh no, for sure. Except one that I'll talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I'm not saying every movie he does is gold. No, no. What? But uh, almost. Bronze. I'll say bronze. Uh, one last thing. Luke Buckmaster of The Guardian <laughs> has once said. It's a great name. Luke Buckmaster. This is, it, was a, it was a quote he did about um, Cage, and I like it. He wrote, In Cage's hands, cartoonish moments are imbued with real emotion, and real emotions become cartoons. Everything from individual scenes down to the single lines of dialogue feel like they have been embraced as opportunities for creation. Cage is usually interesting, even when his films are not. He is erratic and unpredictable. He is a performer. He is a troubadour. He is a jazz musician. David Lynch actually called him a jazz musician type of actor for Wild at Heart while he was filming that. Okay. Who is this Luke guy? Uh, he was a writer for The Guardian. Oh, okay. I just wanted to, I wrote his quote down. What to is The Guardian? Newspaper? newspaper? Yeah. Oh, okay. I believe it's an old, old wooden ship. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity? <laughs> is that right? Oh, okay. I was thinking of that movie. <laughs> Oh, what a ship? The no. Kevin Costner and Ashley yeah. one? It's good. <laughs> the Cosman. Yep. Cosman. Yeah, man. All right, so we are starting the list in chronological order. And starting at number one, I got Gone in 60 Seconds. I love 2000. this movie Whoa. so much. It's great. It is one of my favorites. The original Fast and Furious. Yeah. The better Fast yes, and the Furious. Easily. <laughs> uh, it's directed by Dominic Sina or Senna. Not oh, sure. Dominic, that's ironic. Uh, he also directed Swordfish and Whiteout with Kate Beckinsale. Okay. I've seen Swordfish. There is no I liked Swordfish when I saw it a long time ago. Yeah, I I it's, it's a, it's a I one watch, it was one, one or two watch. I thought John history. Travolta did a good job <laughs> as the villain. <coughs> right? Is that? Yeah. No, no. Is it was he? Travolta yeah, and Holly Berry and yeah, like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He had the weird. strip. Yeah. And he's a bad guy <laughs> yeah. in that, right? Okay. Yeah. 
I was like making sure. I was like, wait, am I mixing (laughs) the Punisher up? But uh, that's not right either. So just he does have the jet black slick back hair, (laughs) almost, almost skull, almost. (laughs) Her little lantern. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, Gone in sixty seconds. Just, just finish up. Finish <laughs> you the just job. Just finish the job. <laughs> shave, shave it off. What are we doing? <laughs> it's like those things that you just stare at when you're like mm-hmm. talking to them. It's like, oh, so you, <laughs> you did that on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we mutually agree. Gone in 60 uh, Seconds is great. Yes. It's Fantastic. A, it is a remake. Mm-hmm. There is an original movie from 1974. I don't want to see it. Uh, it's... <laughs> I haven't seen it, but from what I've read, it's very similar. It's just the names of the characters are changed, um, and obviously like some of the cars. Uh, but it's the same kind. It's the same plot. You're just um, not going to beat Memphis Reigns. You can't like, beat Cage in this. Just, Cage is really good in this. And I love Angelina Jolie in this too. And she was great. Yeah. It has a great supercast of people. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of people. I in just this. love like uh, what would you call this? Like an entourage movie, you know, like where you get the yeah total group movie. Um, it's got your favorite Josh Dumal in it. Yeah, Josh Dumal. He's in there. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Josh Dumal. It's Timothy Oliphant. Oh. I'm just saying they never they been in the same room like... at the same time. <laughs> just saying. Um, couple of <laughs> couple of things. Uh, Eleanor was the main car that he always had, you know, the issue with, and that was the last car he was going to steal. Uh, seven Eleanor cars were actually used for the film, and five of them were totaled in that one scene when he's being oh, chased that's by the a cops. Shame. But the it's other a damn two, shame. Uh, the other two, Nick Cage and producer Jerry Bruckheimer, got to keep <laughs> perks. That was a nice like car. Like a full car, yeah. Or like just the body was a full the, car. That yeah, that's perks. <laughs> it's a Bruckheimer production, so it made you know mm-hmm. they can afford that stuff. That's true. Uh, this one's nice kind of car. funny. When it was released in Greek theaters, the title translated to "Come in sixty seconds." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Well, no, that's a damn shame, actually. <laughs> what what reference is that? Come in sixty seconds. What's weird about that? The cars were coming uh, really fast. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> like in a minute. Depends on the day, I guess. Oh God. <laughs> but Timothy Oliphant is in the movie. He plays one of the cops with Delroy yeah. Lindo. Mm-hmm. Um, Funny enough, he was actually originally casted to play Dominic Toretto in Fast and the Furious, that actor, b- way before anything. Who? Uh, Timothy Oliphant. Oh. He was actually casted. Such and weird choices sometimes. But he... Shoulda, coulda, woulda's. He declined because Gone in 60 Seconds was already too similar of a movie and he didn't want to do that makes them sense. both. Mm-hmm. So then they got Vin Diesel. Fast. No. Probably not, no. <laughs> He's had a pretty good I, career. He has. I try to get Josh got to justified. watch the new one, but we haven't yet, so. We watched Jurassic Trilogy oh, Fanine? Yeah. Fanine? Yeah. It's entertaining. It's ridiculous, but it's entertaining. I know. They just need to stop, but it's okay. But yeah, Gone in 60 Seconds. That one was an easy... Like, I've seen it, but doing this episode, I was like, yeah, I definitely got to rewatch that one, because mm-hmm. this is a good time. I wore that VHS tape out when that first came out. Like, I would just watch it. Pop it in the rewind machine and then watch it again. Yeah, that that was a popular family movie night movie in our house. This goes on that list of good Nick Cage movies yes. with Great. good Nick Cage performance. So Great. good Great. before the questionable starts. The questionable already happened. Uh, we, mm, we you remember our first episode? Yeah, He's had some questionable that is already. True, but <laughs> you gets, will continue to have it questionable. Gets worse, though, it I does, think, but some yeah. are good. 
All right, the second one I have, also in the same year, 2000, The Family Man, directed by Brett Ratner of I Rush love, Hour and I Red Dragon. I love this movie, too. It's Christmassy. Uh, it's very, it is obviously heavily inspired and an homage to It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's even scenes that are kind of from it, like the whole snow falling to symbolize the changes in his life. And then um, during the poker scene... Um, Big Ed is uh, playing poker with a man named Mr. Potter, which is from It's a Wonderful Life. So I've never they do. Seen it. You never seen what? It's a Wonderful it's a Life. Wonderful Life. Not all the way through. It's not one of those I would say like which you need to see. Which surprises me because Sam would be very disappointed. I know in it's you. her favorite movie, and yeah. she would be disappointed. But we—it's just something we've just never. It's it's watched. it's a classic. It's not one that I would watch every year, but it, it, it's good for. It's no, time. I want to watch it. I just... It's, it's just, heartfelt. It's I fun. just got into those cheesy, stupid Hallmark Christmas Lifetime movies yeah. that I didn't watch it. Those are, those are the <laughs> I know, they're so terrible. I end up fast-forwarding through most those of them are anyway. Those the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're so bad. I love them so much. But I do love them, and I will record them every year. <laughs> I still have 20, but whatever. Yes. It's not important. Yes. <laughs> they're the best. <laughs> Did you like The Family Man, Alan? Yeah. First time I saw it was uh, with my kid's mom. Uh, she really loves this movie, and I hadn't seen it since then. That was probably back in like 2007, mm. a little after it first came out. But recently watched it. Um, I noticed Don Cheeto has like eight different hairstyles in this movie alone. <laughs> he does. He does. He and does. I was like, he must be shooting other movies, and then it's a glimpse. Come, he comes back. It's a glimpse, yeah. man. Because one, he has like twists, and then the next scene is shortcut, and I'm like, there's no it's way. He you just... know, he's basically Clarence. Yeah. You know? Unless he, they just that was like a choice to show that. I guess. You know, yeah. He's yeah. not like a. <laughs> you know, he's not like a human. You know. Right. He did. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Everybody though. did good. Um, Rich Cage in this movie was Crazy Cage. Like when he was the pompous asshole. Oh, yeah. That was Crazy yeah. Cage. Like, that was, was like, that's, that's his character from Vampire's Kiss if he would have kept in the business. The that's... daughter in that movie, though, she's so fucking cute. <laughs> when he's changing yes. the diaper, I love I that like, scene. Like, You're not my real dad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was her hard. Little, oh, like, ours her little, I know, you little. Oh, I love it. I'm not a huge Tia Leone fan, but she wasn't as awful as I remember. No, no. she was okay. She, she was okay. She was believable. But when I first watched it, I was like, mm. Yeah, she I was a little like, cheesy, no. like especially in Jurassic Park 3. Everybody's Everything, cheesy yeah. in Jurassic Park yeah, 3. Yeah, but Alan, she's kind of terrible. Me, that it's just like, you know, like, you're either a fan or you're not. Oh, trust me, I got those people too. Yeah, and I'm just never a fan. I was like... Yes, but can you get out the scene now? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see Nick Cage. We just want to see Cage, and yeah. he did great. The Cage and the daughter. You and don't the, know. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, mm-hmm. they're the stars. <laughs> Even Josh. <laughs> um, a little funny thing I did notice, if you ever seen the movie Heavyweights, oh, yeah. the camp mm-hmm. lead is in The Family Man. He plays one of the bowling movies. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, has... hey, hey. And He's like, I'm having trouble other... bypass surgery. And you know who the other camp lead is, And then he was bowling is, like right? a couple days the, after The skinny that. guy? The only skinny guy in heavyweights that's a camp lead? Mm-mm. He's the one that started the dance at the awkward boy-girl dance. And he started... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's Paul Feig, the director of uh, The Heat and uh, Bridesmaids oh, no and shit. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Good movies. Yeah. Um, I did want to tell you this little trivia because on our last episode you were you you watched it. And I think maybe 
I don't remember if you did or not. Uh, but during the bowling scene in Family Man, uh, Jack said that he once jumped out of an airplane over the Mojave Desert. Uh, his character did just that in Honeymoon in Vegas. I did not watch that. Mm, okay, I couldn't remember. No. Oh, there was one I wanted to watch. In Honeymoon in Vegas? Mm-hmm. and on that note let's go to a year later with captain corelli's mandolin directed by john madden not that john madden but this john madden who did shakespeare in love Mm. explains a lot (laughs) did you see i I did did not watch this i saw it in school it was a movie we had to watch for some history class and because uh true story and stuff so i had to that's the only time i watched it and i didn't watch it since but I do know that Cage learned how to play the mandolin from scratch for it. How about you, Alan? You watched. I did for the first time. I thought I wrote some notes down, but apparently I didn't. So it's basically you got Nick Cage, Ghost Rider, and then you got Christian Bale. Oh, God. Batman. That's why I didn't watch so it. So that's, that's who I'm referring to them as in this movie because it's just more fun. It's just Ghost Rider and Batman. <laughs> so Christian Bale, you know, Batman, he's. Um, the love interest of Penelope Cruz, and they're over in Italy and everything. And you know, he does a good Italian accent for mm-hmm. Christian Bale. I'll give him that. Um, but so he gets uh, dragged off to the war. I think it was against Germany. Um, one of Hitler's crew that sent out. I don't know. I'm not gonna get technical with it, but <laughs> um, he gets dragged off to the war. And Penelope Cruz is like, "I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for you to come back." But he never writes or comes back. So then Ghost Rider comes in the picture because he was sent on a platoon to come in and help these Italian people out that was supposedly, air quotes, teamed with uh, one of the German camps to help, you know, with aid and stuff. And he comes in in the cage. His Italian accent in this movie is beautiful. It's beautiful. Because I can't, I'm like, I can tell he's really trying. But I don't know how accurate he is. But so he, beautiful he, in a bad yeah, way. Like he, yeah, so bad like he, you know, he's this guy. He like he doesn't like violence. So his whole platoon, he makes them all sing songs together, like literally. And he plays his mandolin. And I, I did read, or maybe it was Brian that told me, he learned to play the mandolin in real life mm-hmm. for this movie, which I thought was dope. dope. Um, <laughs> so he Dedicated. comes in. Yeah. Dedicated. So he comes in. And he's interested in Penelope Cruz's character. And at first she's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, why? <laughs> and then she's like, no, no. And he's just like, but I play the mandolin. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> so Mario? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's a bad impression of so. apologies. But that's just how he's like, but I play the mandolin. And she's just like, no, no. Um, her dad is, so the ma- is, is it the maid from Family Guy? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. But her dad is like the town, the village doctor, and he was the dad of Hellboy and the two Ron Perlman movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's there, he you know, he's trying this advance, she's shooting him down, this, that, and the other. And Batman never comes back, and then she's like. Well, I guess. <laughs> and he's just like, I played a mandolin for you, and I split it apart. <laughs> and she just like slowly starts falling for him. It's me, but the then... Mandalorian. I must said the Mandalorian. <laughs> it's me, the Mandalorian. <laughs> but then, guess who comes back out of nowhere? Oh no, Batman. Where's Rachel? Yeah. <laughs> 
He comes back, he's got this long beard. Like, he just went into her house, and he's sitting in the kitchen dark, like, all, you know, injured and shit. Like, she scares the shit out of her. And he's just, I'm back now. <laughs> and he's just like, I've been shot, but I'm just here in your kitchen in the dark. And I was like, you didn't try to get no medical attention this whole time? Because it was nighttime. And I was like, when'd you come back? Did you come back at breakfast? Yeah. So you just spent the whole day just in the dark Believe kitchen. Now. Swear to me. And I was like, ah. So, but she's already kind of falling for Ghost Rider and the mandolin. And so she's like, but she doesn't want to tell Batman because why would you? And so, you know, Batman... Uh, meets Ghost Rider, and he can tell, you know, because he's a detective. He's like, "I know something's going on here." <laughs> that's a good. Uh, that's a good yeah. Batman impression, man. That's it's my like male Batman. Gonna, yeah. My throat hurts. It's gonna hurt yeah. later. <laughs> um, but the, this war is still going on, so I know I'm focusing a lot on the love story. But that's a lot of the movie is the love story, and the war is kind of in the background. But so Batman comes back, and. He puts together this little uh, crew of his own because he's like, I don't trust the German platoon that was on Ghost Rider's side that came with um, Cage's character. And he's like, I don't like them. <laughs> I'm in the night. <laughs> so he gets his little group and he doesn't like and doesn't trust them. Uh, meanwhile, but the, the German platoon that came with Cage uh, was actually the leader, not the whole group. And I'll explain it in a minute. He actually was trying to be genuine aid to Cage's platoon and stuff, but it was all a setup, as we come to find out in the movie. Yeah. And the German guy was like, what? What? And I was <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> so it was Hitler setting them up, and he was just going to wipe out that whole village. And um, by this time, Ghost Rider had banged uh, Penelope Cruz in the forest. Um, and there are there mandolin. are there are tit yep. shots for Penelope Cruz. Play the oh, he rolled up on like this motorcycle with like the hat side, like you can have a partner attack. sitting in there, and he has mandolin strapped to him. You know, he's just like, I play Ready. the mandolin for you, and she's like picking flowers, and she's just like, Well, okay. Now I'm like <laughs> and then so they just, bummed I didn't watch this movie. You don't need to. He <laughs> just said the whole the movie story is great. <laughs> it is a great angle. So they bang in the forest while she's picking flowers, and. uh then her, she goes back home. The dad's like, "You banged him, didn't you?" <laughs> she was like, "Maybe." <laughs> but so Christian Bale's still lurking around and shit, and he's all pissed up, <laughs> right? And so we'll bring it up to the end. So Hitler gets uh, Cage's platoon totally wiped out, and Cage was all surprised because <laughs> he thought the German dude was his friend. <laughs> And he was just like, how could you do this? <laughs> so they had them all lined up. They all get gunned down. But Cage survives because he's fucking ghost right? Why would he not survive? <laughs> um, and and uh, Batman was actually the dude who uh, saved his life. But regrettingly, he was like, I don't want to do this. But I'm carrying you to the, to the house with the shack and Penelope Cruz. <laughs> and that was basically it. And then Nick Cage was like, Oh, uh, Batman was like, you gotta leave this island because if you if they find out you're you know not dead, they're gonna come back and wipe out everybody, the remaining people. And then he was like, I gotta go on the boat. <laughs> and she was like, No, it, it was sad. But then he left, and then you know some years passed, and then he came back, and uh, she became a doctor herself, and um, they still had feelings for each other, and it was a I want to say it was a rom com with a war like backstory. It. Sounds like it. But the war shit was dark. <laughs> and gory. Wow. I was like, fuck. 
Well, we don't have to watch that one because we just heard the whole movie. I, well, there you go. There you go. Any movie we don't want to watch, we're just going to have you explain it yeah. just like that. Give us voices. Yeah, that was delightful. And I, was like, I don't even I could, need to I watch Wikipedia, it. Wikipedia, you know, the summary of it, but I was like, everybody does that. Yeah. So you got Ghost Rider and Batman? Yeah. <laughs> And a mandolin. <laughs> and Nick Cage was on a little motorcycle going, so he had fucking ghost ready. That's true. That's Banging true. in a forward. Was, was it a motorcycle or like a little Vespa? It's the one with the side hat. Okay. And you could have like a little buddy in there. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't let his mandolin <laughs> ride the. the <laughs> no, that was strapped to him like the guitar in Desperado. Mm-hmm. It was G shit. Because then whenever he wanted to play it, he was just like whipping around. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm about to okay. learn to play the mandolin. I'm be out here. That was Captain Corelli's mandolin. Uh, a <laughs> year later, <laughs> we got uh, Cage got to work with John Woo again. John Woo, who did Face Off, uh, for a war flick called Wind Talkers. Yeah, I've seen this, but it was so long ago. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he did a great job. That was the first time I had seen yeah, it. Really war like movies war are kind of yeah. particular, and they're. Mm-hmm. Not always a go-to type of movie, yeah, but um, but when I want to watch one, it's usually they're usually it's very well made. Yeah. I would put it up there with like Saving Private Ryan and stuff, you know, war films. Like John Woo is a, is great at directing action set yeah, pieces so his, and things. Yeah, so most it's, set pieces were great. Now, is it historically one hundred percent historically accurate? No, not really. But really, <laughs> not a lot of these movies are. But, yeah, uh, Cage does a good job. He's not very crazy. I mean, he yells, but it it, it warrants he's it. Supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Um, now he did. Speaking of method acting, he did. Lo- he did learn to speak Navajo. He dog did, did learn. I did. Yeah. He <laughs> he learned to speak Navajo very fluently, even though his character never speaks it. He's gotta be. You gotta be ready. He just man. wanted to understand it more, and like the the screenwriter thought he was weird because he didn't understand what he was, his character was going for. Either way, now Cage knows that language. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a true story. Um, they used uh, the Navajo uh, Indian tribe uh, to be in uh, the military to be code talkers, uh, using their language for uh, okay. any uh, any kind of info out there in the battlefield. Uh, as of 2019, there were only seven code talkers left alive. I'm not sure as of now, but mm-hmm. probably around there. This movie also has Christian Slater. It does. <laughs> it's fine. And the demise of his character. Yeah. I was sorry. Like, Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's a war movie. People I, die. I've People die in a war. Yeah, it's just been a very long time because my dad was into war movies. But you know, all these actors, they have to do a war movie. I mean, Mel Gibson did. I would do one. Like They all I have to do some kind of yeah. war movie in their in their filmography. So, that's this was Cage's. The one weird part in this movie... Um, and I wrote this down. Frances O'Connor. She's uh, she was in Bedazzle with uh, Brendan Fraser. Isn't she American Horror Story? Mm, she's probably been in other stuff. She was the maid, but like the oh, older version. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Red hair. The redhead. But in this yeah. movie, like she just like fell head over heels for Nick Cage's character mm. from bandaging him up. Yeah. But she was just like writing him letters, and I was like, what? <laughs> It just was unnecessary. I was like, it was. They were trying to create this story. It was for was the like, movie. Mm. Yeah, but it like just got to stop. Something. Like, yeah. There was no payoff of it. Was, yeah. All right, John. Like was... But it's got you talking about it. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> You're talking about it right now. <laughs> yeah. It was just, All right. It was well, weird. Wind talkers. It's enjoyable. 
But it's, like I said, it's like a lot of people's different war movies that they do. So And emotional. It is. Uh, that same year, we got Adaptation, uh, directed by Spike Jones, who also did Being John Malkovich and Her with Joaquin Phoenix. Very strange movie. It's a <laughs> it's a true story yeah, with some I fictional didn't, elements. Um, Cage was nominated again for this movie. He did not win, unfortunately. Meryl Streep is also in it with Chris Cooper. Meryl Streep actually got nominated. She didn't win, which is a crazy surprise. She always wins. Yeah. But Chris Cooper won Best Supporting Actor for this movie. Um, like I said, somewhat based on a true story, kind of. It's about Charlie Kaufman, a real-life writer uh, who wrote being John Malkovich, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, a few others. And it's about his... He had a, a time in his life where he was going to write a screenplay for a, a novel called... Um, God, I can't remember it. The, the, with the orchids. Um, mm -hmm. And it was a real, real book. Uh, and the real author, Susan Orlean... Um, she's still alive today, so, I mean, you can look up her bio. This is all real people, and her book, The Orchid Thief, yeah. Yeah. Her her book is about this guy, John LaRoche, um, who hunts wild orchid and steals them <laughs> from the swamp. And it, so Charlie is having writer's block, and he can't come up with a screenplay because there's really nothing in the book that creates, like, drama or anything with the characters. So he's going crazy, and he and he instead just writes a screenplay about himself writing a screenplay for a book he can't, and inserts himself into the screenplay. So that was what it came out to, and then now they made a movie adaptation. Yeah, I think I'm only like 15 so minutes in, so I'm not worried. That's the true story. The, there there is some false stuff. So also in the movie, Cage plays the twin brother Donald Kaufman, who is in the movie, who's just a freeloader hanging out at Charlie's place, living free. Who's also trying to be a screenwriter, but he writes like the most See, cliche at first, stuff. I thought he um, was just seeing himself. No, it's his twin brother. <laughs> and, <laughs> but that's probably what it was but in it real was life. He was just really seeing that there. And Donald doesn't exist in real life. There is no Donald Kaufman, so it was made up for the movie. But Cage plays both both of them. They're both different. They both look exactly alike. Um, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> right. They are twins. <laughs> Uh, but like the same hair, hairline and everything you're saying. Uh, and he does a really good job bouncing back and forth, talking to himself, basically. Um, and Meryl Streep plays the author, Susan Orlean, and Chris Cooper plays the guy, John LaRoche, that steals the orchids. Very strange movie, but, you know, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind was very strange. Being John Malkovich is one of the strangest movies I've ever seen, yeah, and I love seen that I movie. Um, it's so weird, but it's so great. Her. Finisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, Joaquin, but it's different. Yeah, you gotta be. It's. It. I gotta give it credit for being original as hell, and mm -hmm. it's just so weird and out there that it's. You gotta watch it. I'll finish it. I just. And it's funny. There's some funny stuff in it for sure. Wanted to watch yeah, sure. other Cage movies mm -hmm. instead. Oh yeah, no, I get it. So. But I was like, see if I wrote any notes down. I don't think I did because I was like so <laughs> drawn into this movie. I was it's like, so weird. And it just it surprises you every every turn. Like, it goes in a different direction. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, this is this is nope. different for Cage. This is different for Meryl Streep, and this mm -hmm. is this is sort of our first introduction to Chris Cooper. Like he was in a few other things, but this was like the one that went. Yeah. He went out and got more stuff. So yeah, good movie. Check it out. Yeah, I'll finish it. 
I promise. A year later, we got one of my personal favorites on this list in 2003, Matchstick Men, directed by Ridley Scott, who gave us The Last Duel and Alien. I love Matchstick Men. I love this movie too, but I love he, Sam Rockwell's. I love Sam Rockwell, yeah. but mm -hmm. Cage was so great. His, his character, yeah, has OCD and Tourette's, <laughs> yeah. and he's so good at it. The 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 little like <laughs> yeah. that stuff. Oh One, my god! Two, three, uno. Two, oh, what was the language you were saying? Fibers, that? Japanese or something, and mm -hmm. every time the, the, the door closing. Well, yes, he has OCD, a little bit of Tourette's. His partner is Sam Rockwell, and they con people out of their money. And they're really good at it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's has all those problems going on and that it kind of just affects things sometimes. And then one day uh, he finds out he has a daughter Man. that he never knew about from an ex-wife and kind of brings the daughter in on some of the cons. <laughs> so it's a good father-daughter movie. It was until <laughs> the yeah, ending. Right, but we're not going to uh, spoil the ending because if there uh, are people that haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's really time, good. But I, but I understand it is a big It's a good ending, twist. So. And I do really like it. Sure. There's a couple things. Already, but... um, my One of my favorite lines is uh, when he runs out of pills because he takes pills. <laughs> And he like runs to the pharmacy and he's like cutting everybody in line and stuff. And the guy, this this guy in line's like, "Hey, pal, you ever heard of a line?" And Cage goes, "You ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beaten till you pissed blood?" <laughs> I was dying at that. Point. That was I so, good. so hard at that scene. And then another favorite. I also like that he uses the word pygmies as his go-to word every time he gets frustrated or if he drops something. He's like pygmies. It's just I don't know a little thing. My second favorite line is when he's at the therapist because he goes and starts to see a therapist. Uh, just that's where we learn about the daughter, learn about his life, and uh, because he has OCDs, his place is com like constantly clean as hell and very organized and everything. And he's I like, wish I had OCD. I don't. <laughs> I'd have kidding. nothing I in my apartment. No, I just no. live like a clean house all the time. But. <laughs> uh, He's talking to the therapist. Is like, what'd you do last week? He's like, last week I spent the day staring at my carpet fibers. I thought about shooting myself in the head, but then I thought about what would that do to my carpet. <laughs> That's so That's such a great line. Because it's probably like the sad thing is like people probably think that. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. people That's, that's yeah. Like, He was like, so good at it. Yeah. I don't want to be like this, but yeah. In my bizarre. opinion, this is a great Cage performance and a great Cage movie. So agreed. Very different for Ridley Scott. This was like the first one I've seen of Ridley Scott's that wasn't like Gladiator or Alien or like a, the yeah, action movies and stuff. So this movie. is like a light comedy. So and Sam, he kept going. Sam Rockwell in this movie. He's so good. There was, he is. And he is but a there's dick. times if you close your eyes, like he sounded just like Owen Wilson. I'm not, I'm dead serious. I'm dead. And I was like, is he? Now you just ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it. Hey. Rockwell is a and strike three. He's a national treasure. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> oh well. Oh, no, I'm just joking. At the end of the movie, we meet uh, the daughter's boyfriend just randomly in that carpet store, and it's played by actor Fran Krantz, the stoner from Cabin in the Woods. Oh, it's interesting. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yes, Matchstick Men, worth the watch. Good movie. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, you don't like Owen Wilson, I forget. No, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I like him. 
Zoolander. I was wondering so why they Hansel. Yeah, and then I was like, oh shit, she did say that in another episode. You, you mean Hansel? He's so oh. hot right now. <laughs> no, I, 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 I like him in doses. Like, little, very, yeah. very small. Wow. Like I said, there was just a couple times. Just a couple. Yeah. Not the whole movie. Just, just a couple times where, well, you know, we will go back in there and we'll do the thing. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raphael. <laughs> Maybe that was an acting choice. I, that's what I to, thought. I was like, I think he's imitating Owen Wilson. He imitates Owen Wilson better than Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> and it was early um, in the movie, so. Right after that, in 2004, we got National Treasure. I loved it. Directed this movie. by John Turtletob, who also did Cool Runnings and The Meg. Um, John Turtletob and Nicolas Cage went to high school together. So oh, it was gosh. sort of a lifelong friendship to want to cast him in his yeah. first big movie. So I uh, I love National Treasure. I do it's a too. Disney flick. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe it's first time Cage is working for Disney. It's a Jerry Bruckheimer production. Yep. Big budget. It's ridiculous mm -hmm. with the history and stuff, but it's also very. It makes you curious, and I it makes you so interested so in the story. Crack me up. <laughs> and we were talking about it in the car. And this is a spoiler because everybody's seen National Treasure. And if you haven't, shame on you. Exactly. <laughs> Get your life together. Book, the Book of Secrets, if you haven't seen it, that's fine. It's yeah, good, but it's the first one. You need the first treasure. one. Uh, this is one of the few movies where actor Sean Bean doesn't die in. That's true. Oh my god. Yeah, he gets arrested. <laughs> so I was saying, it's a rare he thing. He chopped up. <laughs> in jail after they hold yeah, off. Somebody shanked him in jail. <laughs> so he might have. Usually when he doesn't die in a movie, the movie's not the greatest. Like, one comes to mind, Jupiter Ascending. Uh, but this is a rare one where oh, he doesn't die. Yeah. He doesn't die, I and it's a great movie. to like it. I wanted to like it so much. Yeah, uh, me too, because I, I gave it props for oh, being Alan original. I liked it. <laughs> I, it was watchable. It was on Netflix. It was watchable the yeah. one time, but I haven't watched it since. Kind of like Valerian, City of a Thousand Planets, Valerian. That was a one-time watch for me. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I'd probably watch it again, but I might too. way yeah, long. You're right. You're right. You're right. So National Treasure. <laughs> um, yes, this is a good movie. Uh, all the side characters were good. Uh, the, the guy from mm. Hangover was fine. Mm. John Voight. Is great. Um, Diane Kruger, she's, she's good. Is that the blonde, That's the blonde girl? Yeah, no. Troy. No, you don't like her. No, we've se I've seemed to notice that no. in a lot of these Cage movies, you don't like the actress in a lot of these. And again, I don't think He's it was either sexist. the way she was written or just the way she acted. But she was so annoying. Like rewatching it, I've seen it a million times. Just rewatching it, I was like, when. You know, she was like, "You stole the decoration, independent." And she was like, "Give it back!" And I was like, "Yo, somebody hit her in the, in the kneecap. Get out! Like, get out of she's here!" She's just doing her job. I know. No, I was like, how would you react? Job. She's no, just doing man. her job. How she would was, you react? No. You know, that's a really mm -hmm. important document. It is. No. I mean, like, and if no. you were the one, if they knew that you were no. the one that let yeah. it go like that, no. you're so fucked. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. I would have probably been the same way. I'm like, are you no. fucking joking me? Put that back. Mm -mm. And then even when they were in the park, sitting in the van, trying to think about what their next move, and then she was like. I'm gonna slide my shoes off and I'm gonna grab it and run. I was like, you ain't going nowhere. You don't even like, well, sit down. Sit well, down. I like to sidekick Buddy, the guy, yeah, the guy oh from God. The Hangover, he's yeah. from all the Hangovers. He cracks me up. He, he was, was good. Great. Uh, yeah. John Voight was great. Sean Bean was great as the villain because he kind of he was likable. Yeah, like he had some mean plans, but he but he was likable. I mean, he did try and blow up the cage. Yeah. He did. He did. <laughs> In that say, shit. Yeah, I quite he tried likeable. to murder him. 
Like, literally. I think it's meaning likable because it's that actor. Yeah. So even though he plays a, a shitbag, like, yeah, I still I like him. Yeah, I always forget that's him. <laughs> um, yeah, National Treasure. So next we have, one year later, you, you'll notice this. He makes, like, two or three a year and then it just keeps going. Uh, <laughs> Lord of War, uh, directed by Andrew Nichol, who mm. also uh, directed Gattaca and In Time. This movie's great. It is great. Yeah, I watched it, it for the first time for this episode. I mean, I remember when it came out. I just, I don't know, it didn't interest me at first. Maybe it was around that time where I unfairly criticized Cage. Yeah. But now, no, it's great. Yeah. Very well directed, very well acted, interesting. Uh, you know, he's, you know, a Jewish immigrant and stuff, and uh, it's he did a really good job. Jared Leto was really good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he constantly corrected the president of Liberia with how he uses his phrases and words. <laughs> that was funny. He's <laughs> like, you are a lord of war. And he's like, I think you mean warlord. I like the way I say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Nick Cage, you better calm down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's a, it's a good movie. It's I don't know if I'm going to watch it again this year, but maybe next year. Yeah, I've only seen Revisit it three times. And that yeah. was the third one was rewatching it. I think I've um, seen it once. The opening like sequence... With the bullets and being yeah. made and stuff. I thought yeah. that was fucking It was awesome. really cool. You hadn't really seen nothing like that A lot that of studios wouldn't finance it because of the subject matter and at the time. So it took a while to get, you know, going. Oh, mm-hmm. and There's then... There's uh, movies out there. Oh, That's yeah, true. of course. <laughs> Ethan Hawke's character's name. Did you catch it? Ah... Uh, Jack Valentine. Jack Valentine. And I was there like, what a film. That's right. And Max California. Max California, yeah. Made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wrote that down. Jack mm-hmm. Well, and Memphis Rain can join that yes. crowd as well. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, you like Lord of War? Yeah, you liked it? I did. Did you rewatch it for this, or no, you just remember it? I okay. just kind of remember it. I mean, there's some things that I forget, but I remember enjoying it. I didn't like the way his wife left him. I was like, you, you, you knew yeah. he was doing some illegal shit, and then because you well, saw he wasn't some shit. very truthful, and it did put his family in danger. <laughs> I get that. But her being the one to help him bring him down, that was like, it made me think of the movie Blow a little bit. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> man. Oh, that movie, get the ending. Penelope Cruz. Oh, the, a Blow? A Blow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nope. It's a good movie. That <laughs> makes me so angry every time. But um, I have a couple of... Fun little trivias for this, of course. Uh, the filmmakers worked with actual gun runners in the making of this movie. Uh, the tanks lined up for sale were real and belonged to a Czech arms dealer who had to have them back uh, to sell to another country. They used a real stockpile of over 3,000 AK-47s because it was cheaper than getting prop guns. That's crazy. Authentic. Yeah. Uh, Cage's son, Weston is in the movie uh, as a MI-24 Hind helicopter mechanic uh, named Vladimir. In the movie, uh, Cage speaks to him in Russian, and that Russian translates to, Son, get off there before you get hurt. Yeah. It's sweet. It is. So sweet. Lord of War, recommend it. It's different. Mm -hmm. And Cage does a really good job. This is another movie, good movie, good performance. One year later, 2005, we got The Weatherman. 
uh, directed by <laughs> Gore Verbinski, who gave us The Ring and Mouse Hunt. <laughs> this movie. I love this movie. It's it's different for Cage. We're 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 gonna be a little divisive in this group here, but I, I really liked it. So. Uh, I could not. <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let you go first. Go I ahead. could not stand his character. Okay. I don't know why he sucked. Was it the haircut? It it was everything. <laughs> I mean, he was a good dad. And he loved his children. I will give him that. He tried. But yeah. he's just weird. He just like, it, and I'm all for weird, but he he was just like uncomfortably like just strange and just like i don't know how it could have been a a lot of it was bad timing well and he would do stuff i don't know how many times he was like talking to someone he's like what and then they'd say it and he'd be like what and then they'd say it again and then he'd Tartar be like sauce. And then he'd be Tartar like sauce. what do you what Tartar do you mean sauce. what what do you what do you mean <laughs> like he said that so many times what and i'm just like oh my god i can't maybe I he can't just likes it. to hear what he only wants to hear and it but it was like the whole head thing too like <laughs> like it's just uh it was i don't know i it took everything for me to finish this and I, I did it i loved him getting hit with random food that shit was so funny yeah that oh. is that funny, shit was but... so funny every time and i was like and he's so nonchalant about it because he's, like, he's used to it he's, yeah. uh, frosty you know, i was just like just the weather happened to weatherman in real life <laughs> in chicago and his dad's not, like, what's on not, your jacket? You're not as cool as, like, the head anchor, you know? This guy's got a spoon stuck to him. I've just never known someone to be so pissed off at a weather man. They was like, you know what I'm they waste, know. They wasted so much food. We riding out tonight. We That's okay. They, he, did, he did get hit with a hot apple pie from McDonald's. And, it's, and they stopped throwing shit at him. That's true. So. And he was like, it left a mark because he knew it was hot. The apple pie is hot. <laughs> It's, I, like I said, a lot of it's timing. Like when he's, uh, uh, he yeah. only has a dollar in his wallet and has to go get a paper for <laughs> oh, his dad and stuff. And he's like, I didn't have any money, but you got a coffee. But you yeah. got a coffee. I didn't have any money after the coffee. <laughs> you got to carry more than a dollar. Um, <laughs> then his daughter said the same thing later. Yeah, he does do some things that you're just like, oh no, why, like, why would, would you, you do that? that? Yeah, why would like, you read the dude. note in the bathroom in that class? I knew yeah. he was going to do it too. I knew but, he was going to do it. But then his wife read read his. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> BJs are less enthusiastic. That's <laughs> the funniest thing. The, the, tar- the tartar sauce stuff is, sauce. is so great. That was... <laughs> Yeah, no, this movie definitely had its moments. Like, yeah. I will give it that. No, I and did. I get it's, it. It's, I respect your opinion. Yeah, I get like... it. Yeah. My overall take was, and I, and I wrote this down in my notes, was he uh, is just a dad who wants his family back together, but he makes bad choices at bad times, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. bad times. And it just kind of wrecks it's... everything. But as, and as a dad... And, and I told him this, I was like, I don't mean to keep saying it, but it hits different for me now in movies like this, just because it's like, I can feel where he's coming from, mm-hmm. just because having a son and a daughter, and he has, you know, it's just like, you see what he's trying to do, and I was just mm-hmm. like, ah. Yeah. So it doesn't help that his daughter's awkward. Yeah, and, but he just loves her, yeah. even he though does. she's awkward, and I just love and that. The like, camel toe um, thing, I have... <laughs> I was like, who wrote that? Yeah. That's, Why was that necessary for this movie? From the director yeah. Yeah. of The Ring. Bullied. Right. Camel though? That's true. That's a weird. <laughs> it was just weird. And then the. Michael the, Kane was talking about it in his accent. Yeah. yeah. He was like, do you know what 
Do you know they call her? And then, you know, well, you got to have, I guess, more, I, I think they were trying to have more realism to it. Just real <laughs> things that uh, happen that are awkward. Kind of, you know, the son getting almost molested by that weirdo. His counselor. Yeah, and that was the kid from the new X-Men movies who plays mm-hmm. Beach. Yeah. And Mad Max, Fury Road. Where famous people weren't. Um, he's know, originally famous. from Skins. Okay. <laughs> Which is yeah. And Jack the Giant Slayer. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that movie. <laughs> but um, that scene where uh, Cage and Kane were sitting in the car listening to that song. Like a rock, I was Bob like, Seger. I was done. <laughs> It had some sad moments. The funeral scene (laughs) was was sad, and I kind of felt bad he didn't get to say his speech. I was was thinking, like, what if this was me and my dad? Because me and my dad kind of have that relationship. Like, we can communicate without communicating. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, if that was me, that's a wrap. And it was just sad because they were just like, I don't know how to say it to you. But they were just kind of looking at each other awkwardly. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) dude. Yeah, he, uh, he did. I was, he, I was like, what? Didn't he did hit his ex-wife in the face with a snowball directly. <laughs> yeah, that face. was hilarious. <laughs> you leaned into it, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had tears from that. I was laughing so hard that I had tears coming down. Because I get yeah. it. He was trying to like trying to be, be funny, funny, you know, but used to do news. this, and it just bad timing. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. I felt that from my soul. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I felt you. Because it was going so well oh. until that point. Until that like, point. He tries so like, hard. But that's how it always is. Like, he's doing well, doing well, doing and then well. He, yeah, and then he has to say something up. like, oh, God. But see, I like that yeah. realism aspect. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like true. Yeah. everything didn't go peachy keen. It was like, oh, shit. No, that's real life. Yeah. Because, like, I think we've all made mistakes like that where you're like, Fucked that up, didn't I? Yeah, I think the <laughs> thing that annoyed me the, the most was the what? The, what? <laughs> I get it. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Like that? I think that my was father. Yeah. My, I my father. My <laughs> 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 uh, Well, I still recommend the movie if anybody hasn't seen it. It's yeah. it is awkward. It is it'll piss you off at times, but it is worth the watch at least once. And I to think. me, it was just. It was this really set in um, realistic tone. Like mm-hmm. when he found out, like his uh, uh, that counselor was touching his son, or you know, attempted to. As the dad, who wouldn't go beat the shit out oh, of that yeah. person? I wouldn't call a cop. I'd be like, yo, I'm, that part. you know what I mean? And it was <laughs> like, and then trying to engage with the daughter with the archery stuff and shit like that. And <laughs> that's funny. The sack like, race. But then he <laughs> actually he actually got better at it. Oh, that's so embarrassing. The sack race, and then the mom got pissed. She was like, why'd you let that happen? And I was like, bitch, it was a sack race. Yeah. Like, he like took her ankle and was like, die. Like, <laughs> so, well, he but, did make her finish, though. But, he did. You know, and then, like, you know, having, like, my daughter's a teenager now, and she's entering that phase where it's like, I'm trying to gauge what, like, she still likes, like, is it, is it still kid yeah. shows? Is it? Are you in her in a phase of like dark god? I don't, I don't know. What's yeah. <laughs> the Twilight phase? <laughs> disconnection because like, yeah. as a dad you just try yeah. and see yeah. what sticks and like mm-hmm. that was I like the aspect <clears throat> in the whole movie of just you know it was 
realistic. Not everything worked out, and yeah. the daughter was like, "Dad, I love this archery. This is great." And <laughs> we're not trying to change your mind on the. Oh moment. no, no, no! This no. is that what, is said, what I we liked yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, for sure. I, but, like I said, but it had I its agree moments, with, and well, yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed certain perfect. aspects of it. It's just his character, just in general. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> but he did a good job. Yeah. He was in line at the. I'd watch him if he was a real weatherman. <laughs> paying for the, paying for what before the tartar sauce. His tabs to get renewed. That guy behind him. He was like, "When you sit to my face, he's like I just did," <laughs> <laughs> and he had no comeback for it. He was like, "Yeah, that's true." <laughs> just turned back around. And I was like, "Yeah," because mm-hmm. I saw a dude bigger than me. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not winning this fight." <laughs> Touche. Right. The weatherman. Uh, a year later, 2006, we have his first uh, voice for an animated film called The Ant Bully. Uh, it's directed by John A. Davis, who gave us Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. I, didn't, I like that. Man. I've never watched this. He voices an that ant named no, I, did, I did like Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> I did too. I liked the good. show. I never too. watched the show. I just saw the movie. Oh, I've seen the show. Uh, the Ant Bully, it's based on a, a kid's book, I believe. Uh, okay. It's produced by Tom Hanks, actually. He, uh, his, hmm. his, um, his kid likes it, and then, you know, just... He likes it. Yeah, I've seen it in like um, passing, you know, because like my yeah. nieces have watched it, but it's I've never. It's different. Sat down and it's about this this kid who is a little little punk ass bully. Like he's a young kid, but he like, you know, will see an ant colony and just dump water all over it. Like just kind of be a dick to ants, and then the ants have this magical ability to make him super small. So kind of like Fern Gully. So they shrink him down into the ant world, and he has to learn to oh, okay. easy with the Fern Gully reference. But I mean, like they shrunk him down to because he was destroying trees, and then he learned how that to save the trees. It's kind of the same thing, but it's yeah, yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Cage plays an ant named Zock. We also get Julia Julia Roberts as a character, and even Bruce Campbell plays an ant. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first uh, Warner Brothers animated movie to be released in IMAX 3D. And it is the final th- theatrical movie for Ricardo Montalban, who was also Khan in Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. I've never seen him, so I can't. No. I can't please him. It's okay. Same. He's the villain in Naked Gun. <laughs> the first Naked Gun. So oh, okay. He has that face. Ambly, it's fine. Uh, the animation was good for its time. I actually didn't rewatch this, but I have seen it, so mm. it was worth the mention. But Plus, it's Cage's first... Voice acting role, which would not be his last. He does a few more after that, but it's enjoyable. Um, predictable, but enjoyable. I just—I mean, I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed like Bugs Life or like Ants or any movie with <gasps> insects. Okay. I like I Ants better movies. than Bugs Life. I like them both. Well, that's fine. Ants I'm, has just that ant perfect adult humor. That, humor that, that, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I don't even you can't even you, hearing about Ant Bully. Well, watch like, it when then. it was released. No, thank you. And shut up. I'm burnt out of the cage. <laughs> you wouldn't even know it's him. You watch it for Julia, Julia Roberts. Well, I think Paul Giamatti is the voice of it, too, I think. I can't remember. All right, we'll skip ahead. It's still the year 2006, and we get World Trade Center. Oliver Stone directed it, the man who gave us Platoon. Mm-hmm. And I did not watch this. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it was it's one of those mood movies. I know what it's about. I just yeah, didn't I did not watch this either. want to be mm-hmm. sad. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's nothing personal, you know. And it's Michael Pena me. has been in a movie that made me very sad before, so I wasn't trusting this one. Crash, mm-hmm. Crash. Yeah, yes. yep. <clears throat> and end of watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Michael Pena, as great as he is in the Ant Man movies, he will he can make you cry. 
He's got serious bastard. And he pops up in Gone in 60 Seconds. He's, uh, he does. He's he plays a, the... He's like the, the, a, uh, the, yeah. the Mexican thug. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. Like, you know, yeah. the stereotype. Getting Mexican off on dog shit, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's World Trade Center. Don't have to talk much about it. We yeah, know what it's, 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 you know it's about. You know what it's about. Um, they do play real the real life people in mm-hmm. it. But I did write down a couple of little little things. But these are obvious things. The city of New York absolutely prohibited the recreation of 9-11 destruction or chaos on location. Makes sense. Yeah. So the filmmakers weren't even allowed to film actors looking up where the towers used to be. You couldn't even have that shot. The only scene that they allowed was to drive up. Uh, like shots of the fire truck and the cop cars driving up to that mm-hmm. place. That's it. I'm surprised that was even allowed. So the rest of the movie was actually filmed in L.A. Hmm. They, it was made with full cooperation with the New York Port Authority, which allowed filming on location in their headquarters and provided real uniforms and equipment for the movie. And it's our first movie for John Bernthal, Punisher. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mel Gibson and George Clooney were once considered for the lead, and Gibson was almost there, and but then at the last second turned it down to direct Apocalypto instead. No, I like the performance Cage did in it. Because it does focus on um, Cage's character and the Michael Pena character. Mm-hmm. And think, their wives. Yeah, yeah, and like the families. And it's like, you know, one police squad and I think like a firefighter squad. And, and World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. So, but they both gave really good performance. Like, it wasn't crazy Cage. It wasn't like over the top. It was actually like yeah. one of his best performances. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I would hope so because you know well, yeah. Yeah, like, he's, he's, it's not disrespectful. Like, yeah. Oliver Stone like, there was no like you know. Most of his movies are good, but there are a couple of mm-hmm. questionable like, you things know that Oliver be a Stone does. Movie, but because of the, what it was about, yeah, and it was an Oliver Stone movie, so. But him and Michael Payne, yeah, it's but it's one of those watches it. you that it, you can every like three or four years maybe. Yeah, I've only seen it twice. It's just one of those true stories that you may not. Yeah, need to. I felt the yeah. same way about um, what was the one United ninety three? Mm. It came out around the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen it since that was in two thousand six. Um, yeah, the real people that they play um actually make appearances in the film. Oh, okay, too, just in the background, but they're they're there. They do like a little homage at the end. Like a dedication. I think so. Yeah. I think there's like some words on the screen or whatever. I, or maybe it's like they show pictures of the okay. actual people. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just one of those movies. So it's one of those you you gotta be in that kind of mode. Yeah. If you're not, it's just you're done. It make me so sad. <laughs> so you know he makes that big movie in 2006. Also in 2006, we get another huge Cage movie, The Wicker Man. <laughs> We talked. We talked. We did talk uh, about you it bitches. with our so bad it's great episode. Um, but I did have Alan watch it for the first time ever. Yeah. And do you agree? Is it so bad it's great? It's really the last twenty minutes. Actually, that's that's the great. I don't know part of the that whole. whole movie, I think. What is it? Shark or something? Oh yeah, but that's right oh, in the beginning it. almost. <laughs> Shark or something? Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like he stepped detective. back like he was just waiting for like the claps and applause for his joke. And I was like... Now this is a movie where you can say <laughs> the ex-wife or ex-girlfriend was horrible. 
she was she was bad. She couldn't finish a sentence. They were in the all entire movie. movie. Yeah, that's but, nothing against um, I, I just think I'm it's just saying, because like, everyone's so fucking weird. Like we. And then you got uh, what's her face? Uh, her face. <sighs> I don't know. Face off. Her um, name. Lili. But yes, if you oh, so Lily Sobieski, Sobieski. Sobieski. Yeah. So, she was For very weird. Whatever um, reason, like she's like, take me with you when you leave. Like, and then she tried to kill him. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was edited <laughs> strangely, but I I yeah. loved Cage in it. He was so over the top, and his character was so stupid. He was the dumbest cop, but <sighs> he he made it so entertaining. And like mm. I've said before, you go into it as a dark comedy, gold. And they, they said that. They said that was the intention after it got heavily criticized in the beginning. That was that's like Tommy Wiseau said in the room when it, people came back and was laughing at it. He was like, "Oh, it's supposed to be funny the oh, whole like, time." No. That's what we're going for. Right. But again, it does go down in history as being a cult classic now because yeah. of the fact. Um, like I said, it is a origin- uh, remake of the original from 1973. Although major plot points were changed, uh, but a lot of the script was word for word uh it's dedicated to johnny ramone johnny ramone uh actually introduced cage to the original game of thrones and got them all into it uh the ramones he did uh pass away in 2004 Mm -hmm. um robin hardy the director of the original was not fond of the remake i get it (laughs) (laughs) and he asked to have his name removed from the credits so you couldn't (laughs) say based on a whatever by so Robin Hardy actually went on to direct a sequel to the original Wicker Man called The Wicker Tree. It was crap. It was actually <laughs> so, like made and released. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's straight to video. Mm. Uh, it's not very good, so but it's Summer's worth the watch Isle. for Yikes. curiosity's <laughs> sake, I guess. So, I actually like the Cage Wicker Man better than the Wicker Tree, so I'll give it that. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of boring. It was a it was a funny watch, first viewing. Yeah, but it was what I, yeah. <laughs> Because you hear the famous lines, the yeah. movies and shit like that. You see him punch but... a girl in a bear suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He buys self-help tapes for one scene, and then you never see him again. There's a lot of B stuff in it. But we talked about it a lot on our but last episode. So, But we do recommend it. Watch it. Enjoy it. For all the wrong reasons. Yes. <laughs> Just go in there knowing that it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Just have Do fun with it. Do not expect some Oscar worthy. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so 2007, we got a few. Uh, his first stab at a Marvel character, we get Ghost Rider, directed by Mark Stephen Johnson, who gave us Daredevil and Killing Season with Travolta and De Niro. You want a you want a weird accent? Watch Travolta in that one. Um. When I first saw Ghost Rider, see, I don't really know the comics. I know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. That's about as far as it goes. I don't really know. I never had any Ghost Rider comics, never really read anything about it. I just know I what he looks either. like. He's a guy on a bike with a leather jacket, yeah. and a flaming skull, and a chain. Yeah, I was that's, that's all I know. I didn't know any bad I've seen story, him, I but... think, on episodes of like the Spider-Man animated series, but mm-hmm. that was it. So when I first heard about this movie, I was, of course, iffy. It's Nick Nicolas Cage <laughs> at the time. It's Ghost Rider. But at the same time, I was willing to give it a chance because I didn't know anything about right. Ghost Rider. And I think back then, I thought it was kind of stupid. Um, but, it had, but it had some cool moments that, rewatching it recently, those cool moments still look kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's 
as Ghost Rider on the bike when it's all pipped out with skulls and stuff, yeah, and it's like so. going up the building and like going down the street. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's, that's still, still pretty cool. Dope. I was like, that's probably the best the villain in the entire movie, <laughs> right there. But both watches the villain, I sucked. Blackheart and. Those are two talented actors that were just wasted. Peter Fonda like they were just and written Wes Bentley. Like, because yeah. the, the son, um, he's on the show Yellowstone I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. He plays one of the Kevin Costner's sons. American Beauty is so a You watch him on that, and then you go, <laughs> and we go watch Ghost Rider. I was like, the fuck is this? Why is he so I don't bad know, in it's... this movie? <laughs> he's so good. Like, what? <laughs> But this was back when Marvel, this yeah. was pre-MCU. This yeah. was back when Marvel was... Still they, trying to they, find they its ground. They didn't know what yeah. they were yeah. trying to do. And you could tell, rewatching it. But he did make it like a Western movie, which I enjoyed. It had a Western feel. Sam Elliott was great. I was going to say, it has Sam Elliott. Yeah. Of course, if it has he Sam was, Elliott as a yeah. horseback yeah. rider. Um, that was dope. <laughs> this was Rebel Wilson's first movie appearance. Yeah. I don't remember He saved her. her. And she's on the yeah. news, and he's and like, alley, she had a, she had, he had a, like a, he had a skull on fire. Stuff and it, his skull was on fire. It was like, <sighs> yeah, she was, ah, yeah, she was, totally a, she was a bit she was younger and like a yeah. bit smaller. So, and yeah. I didn't recognize her at first too until I saw her first, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> it was a bit part, but yeah. Yeah, that's funny. It's been a long time since I've seen these. I did not watch it this time around. Yeah. It's it's got stuff I like in it. It's got stuff I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk more about it when we get to the second one. But uh, I, of course, you know, like the iconic line: "I'm the only one that walk in both that can walk in both worlds. I'm Ghost Rider." <laughs> um, he did. <laughs> Should have been Ghost Walker. Yeah, he did have. Uh, that's true. <laughs> he did have. Uh, he got to, you know, Cage is known for adding stuff into scripts that aren't there anymore, and then the director kind of rolls with it. This one, he did something fun. So, I mean, he's trying to research Johnny Blaze. He loves the Ghost Rider comics. This is one of his favorite comics, so, of course, he was delighted to be in this movie. He, you know, for he was trying to get into the character where this character is already, like, his soul, he sold his soul, so the devil can make him Ghost Rider really any time that he's needed. So he needs to, like, keep his mind occupied and not go straight to, like, listening to death metal all the time or watching horror movies because he wants to have a better, not-so-evil mindset when he's yeah. not the writer. So he got to add the fact that his when he's just by himself, he listens to The Carpenters. He drinks. He doesn't drink alcohol because alcohol can mean the devil. So he drinks jelly beans jelly out of a martini beans, glass, martini <laughs> and he watches funny chimp videos. So that's Which... his character. So he got to make that up for it. Yeah, it was awesome and yeah. funny. It was. <laughs> he was just like, "You want some jellies?" Yeah, you want some jellies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part was funny. Um, yeah. Oh, his flaming skull was actually made from a 3D X-ray of his actual skull. Yeah, but it, the the, the CGI at the time so, was no, because even back then, I remember watching it back then, and I that's was true. like, we can it always looks bring up Jurassic off. Park. <laughs> you know, like okay, it's his it real skull, earlier. but it was like they put it too low, so it looked like you just like it was, yeah, it was like he had this. a tiny head at some parts. Yeah. It was like this. He looked the best when he was so... on the bike. He looked yeah, the best when he was on the bike. Yeah, but when he was just, I was yeah. like, ugh, like. <laughs> they signed off on that. It, I, 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 I wasn't gonna rewatch it either. I wasn't gonna rewatch it, but I'm glad to. I did because I, I found to. more things I liked than I did the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, he got insanely jacked for that role. He did 
He had a good transformation like, scene, too. He goes he crazy cage when he's heads on fire Con and stuff. Air, that was but good. this one, he was like he, shredded. He, he tried to get that <laughs> Con Air bod like, back. The Con Air nah, bod. This was better, dude. He was cut. <laughs> in the bathroom scene, I was Ten like, years dude. apart. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Congratulations. He's a dedicated actor. <laughs> 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 For you, man. He got shot. He had to have a superhero superhero bod. That's, that's true. That's, that's, that's a Marvel, Marvel stipulation. He, yeah. he did it to the T. I was like, fuck. And man. Eva Mendez is in it. We get yeah. another movie with her in it later. Um, she was also wasted, though. She yeah, but so she was poorly. fine. No, she it was she was worse than what I originally her, remembered. The younger version of her looked just like her. And they so casted the Nick Cage they character. casted the young oh, versions yeah, of the them young pretty Johnny well. Yeah. And but yeah, just even it was just awkward where it was just like every time they interacted, it was just like what? The, there's a <laughs> funny. There's no chemistry in there. It should have been way. Yeah, there better was chem- supposed to be so much. Yeah, chemistry. like it was. Yeah. Like, it was just weird. But they did yeah. work together again uh, they later. Did. Uh, and they were, they were better. They were better. Way better. better we'll get to that. Um, and that movie. It was funny. There's this little interview that her and Cage do together, and she talks about being a Ghost Rider and how she's always wanted to be in a superhero movie. Loves her character, and then she brings up her first movie she ever did, which I've seen. It's Children of the Corn Five, which I think also has Anthony Anderson in it. She's like one of one the of kids. Her, yeah, she's one of her first. Well, she's a young adult going for mischievous things that get killed uh, by kids. Okay. It's always a group of young adults that go where they're not supposed to go and do what they're not supposed to do, yeah. and they get stalked by kids. Um, but that was her first movie, and Nick Cage is like, it sounds fascinating. I need to check it out. There's <laughs> something. It's great. <laughs> it's well, not they, fascinating. It's terrible. They have great chemistry, <laughs> but just not in that movie. All those movies are terrible. First one's good. I like the first one. Yeah, but it's it like scared terribly me as a entertaining. Kid. It scared me as a kid. Uh, yeah. Sometimes little kids can be scary. All the fucking time. Uh, yeah. the fucking assholes. Are you serious? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, same year, we Pet get... Cemetery. Yeah. The kid's fucking creepy. It's true. It's true. Same year, we get Next. Mm. Okay, I actually watched this, okay? Mm. And yes. and I thought I had seen it before. I was wrong. I've never seen this before. Did you like it? It wasn't terrible. It's watchable. Short, but it had its moments where his I was like hair. Mm. His hair. It was like Chris Angel <laughs> yeah. in an action movie. Right. His hair, though, <laughs> it looked when he's sitting in the diner in the beginning, like he oh, no. or, or throughout the whole movie, he it looks like his hair piece is slowly oh, falling no. off the back of his head because a lot of the, the the front is showing. That That's makes, what I kept seeing. That makes me sad. I'm sorry, but it's it's. But I, I enjoyed it until he. And I still haven't ruined it. But then he said it, and I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Like, that's talk, just me don't though. Talk about Nick Cage like no, that. no, I still liked it. It's a short movie. It has so, it's Cage's <laughs> final destination, basically. Yeah, kind of. Like, and he's a magician. And see if that's true because I don't want him to see if it is true. I don't want to see it. He played a cool character. He played it well. Jessica Biel was Cage. fine in the movie as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked when he's dodging the cops and stuff in the beginning and the, or the security. That the, was great. The casino security. That was really good. Um. A little twist at the end, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby Singer, isn't it? You, you see Bobby Singer in a lot of these Cage movies. He just pops up randomly. I've Jim only Bieber. noticed him in this one, I guess. You need to watch more. You'll see him two more times. Uh, it's based on a story by Philip K. Dick uh, called The Golden Man. And even the character wears the same gold jacket. So, Yeah, next. 
I didn't care for Next. it when it when it first came out, but rewatching it, I was like, you know, it's We're actually it's talking decent. about the MTV show. <laughs> it's Next. decent. Next. Okay. Yeah, I had never seen it, but I enjoyed it way more than what I thought. I yeah, thought it was it's, it's decent. Yeah, garbage. I was like, because mm, you you didn't hear anything but terrible yeah. reviews. Well, yeah, he it gets unfair. But that's most of his movies. Yeah. If you really right. get into unfair. it, like I love the concept that he could only see two minutes and. 15 seconds into his own future. Yeah. Which I thought was a great twist because if he would just see everybody's future, it was like, oh, that's kind of bland in mm-hmm. general. But the fact mm-hmm. that he only did that made it interesting. Um, there was some bad CGI in it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was some, okay, like, the, the logs, I, I think, I falling down the side of the yeah. mountain. I was like, I forgive him. For There's that, some though. bad. Because it's, not, it's not a whole angry, lot. Of, I love it. It's only really one, one or couple, one or two scenes. <laughs> Jessica Biel was okay. Yeah, didn't it, didn't it, this is what they hit it off very well and they, very quickly. Very quickly. But it bugs me. Well, they like met each other. Like, and then, well, that's because he tried. You know, he did try. Times in a row. Yeah, he got he got her quicker than than Cruz did Emily Blunt at Edge of Tomorrow. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but it bugs me. It's like when these women sleep with these strangers that they just met, right? And then they find out, oh, you could be an awful human being. And then they go, oh, but I spread my legs for him. How <laughs> you, That can't be. I'm like, what did you expect? I thought down, I knew him right? after an hour. You knew him driving in, a, in the rain? Sit down. Movie just magic. Sit down. <laughs> that always bugs me. They're so shocked. Oh, I slept with him? That makes for the good yeah, drama in the movie. Yeah, but like watching that casino video, like it really didn't even make him look like a super bad guy. I didn't think at he all. Did. No, like, but they painted it that way when they're yeah. telling yeah. Jessica Beale, and then she was just like, oh. <laughs> "I was like, seriously, <laughs> you had this dude like an hour ago, right? <laughs> You've already slept." And with they him. were after him, I thought, because of that casino thing. Yes, but. Sh- but no, then, they want his ability. Right, but then it then it made me realize that they wanted him for his ability, but I'm like, why all the theatrics? Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's how they roll. <laughs> That's, how they That's how Julianne Moore gets the job <laughs> done. Yes. Oh, <laughs> she no. was fine, too. I feel like Julianne she, Moore yeah. was fine. That role could have been any actress, though. It's true. Yeah. Honestly, it she had to be she needed that Moore. paycheck that month. Because so. um, she was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess if they... She was a big name. That That's how it sells the movie a little bit. Did it? Did it, Did, to me. <laughs> Did it sell the movie? Like Julianne Moore? Yeah, nine months. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's another rom gum I forgot I've seen. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, you need to watch about time. It. Yeah. You have to. Okay. I think that is a She told me to watch it. It's, it's one of her uh, it's like an underrated Rachel episode. And, oh, uh, Eric Bana? Nope. No. Oh, it's the other That's one. Time That's Time Traveler. Oh, it's the other one. I think that one's on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. It's like the dude I've seen the really Time Traveler's yeah. wife weirdly. I, I feel like Brian would really enjoy this movie. It's probably. very good and heartwarming. And you probably will, too, because you like those kind of movies. I do. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Let me know when we do the rom-com episode. Yeah. That was on my I underrated like gems. <laughs> oh, it's going to be exactly like that. Candles lit. <laughs> and welcome back. And Barry Manilow. <laughs> Okay, yeah, well, next was next, yeah, <laughs> worth the watch. Uh, still that year, 2007, we get National Treasure Book of Secrets. Now, when it came out, it was just National Treasure 
Book of Secrets, but then when Disney released it on video, they put the number two in there. Oh. Uh, still directed by John Turtletop, still with Nick Cage, still with John Voight. We get some newcomers like Helen Mirren and uh, Ed Harris. It's uh, another movie with uh, Cage since doing The Rock together. It was good, too, but I still yeah. prefer the first one. Yeah, I prefer the first one as well, but... It's one of those where it's like I'm gonna watch it because I love the I love these characters and mm-hmm. I want to see their next adventure, yeah. even though it's even more ridiculous than the first one. Yeah, um, you know because got kidnapped the president. So. That opening <laughs> was a bit dark for a Disney movie. The, the, the Lincoln assassination. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That's what y'all open with. Disney is like we this know some history. Open with? Like, doing some history. That. There's some dark stuff in the pirates movies too. <laughs> Um, Ed Harris is in this movie. He was a good villain. It was a reunion, and you kind of understand. You understood right? his. I mean, yeah, he got a little homo, like maniacal a little bit at the end, but like, like you get rock. what he wanted. You know, Extreme you want to see what was going on with his story too. But uh, no, it's it's fun. It's worth the watch. Like we were saying, the first one's better, but. I honestly, I watched the first one, and I was like, okay, I have to watch the second yeah, one. Like, no, right it's, now. It's, it's like you watch them both like, together. It's still enjoy- enjoyable to watch. But... Yeah. It's one of those sequels where it's like, it's not as good as the first one. Exactly. we've seen way worse sequels. It's yeah. true. It was still really entertaining um, and um, truly watchable. There's a show coming to Disney+, Plus, National Treasure. No word on a third movie or not, but I'm sure Cage will do it. But mm-hmm. I don't think he's a part of the show. So oh, Thank God. Thank God. No. <laughs> Has he ever done a TV series? Well, I mean, no, but we'll get to that in episode three. But the history of swear words, which is a oh yeah yeah yeah, episodic I series. Yeah, I've not watched that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the scene in the uh, art museum where Crazy Cage made his appearance, where he was doing that argument with his his wife girlfriend. I laughed so hard at that shit because they were just like Nick, just go cage rage, and he was like, say less. <laughs> That scene was so funny. It was probably the best scene in the entire movie for me. But that scene alone is just rewatchable just because that was just cage. <laughs> they were just like, do what you want. Mm-hmm. He was like, got it. But I hope they make a third one. I'd love to I see another adventure with these guys again. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, Cage is doing a lot better now with a lot of his choices. And yeah, bring me another national treasure. I'm down for it. All right, in 2008, we got a remake. Uh, Bangkok Dangerous. Uh, it's from the director, the the Pang Brothers. They actually directed the original Bangkok Dangerous and a movie called The Eye, which was remade with Jessica Alba, and it wasn't oh, very that good. Movie was but terrible. the original was pretty good. Oh, the Eye. Um, yeah. The original yeah, came out. I didn't out, watch Bangkok Dangerous. The original. I didn't see this one, but yeah. the original <laughs> came out in two thousand, and in uh, in the original, the lead character was deaf mute. In this one. Uh, Cage is not deaf mute, but he starts seeing a, a girl that is deaf mute. So that's yeah, the, uh, how they do it. Yeah, um, which was sweet. She she was a sweet girl. Um, <laughs> she was a sweet. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Cage plays Joe in this movie, and he is an assassin for hire. Uh, does these missions, and he has to. He's in Bangkok, and he has a a few jobs lined up. But what I've noticed towards the end of the movie, he is a he is a hitman with a heart of gold. Because he That's throughout true. the movie, he does kill people. He tells you how he does it, and he's very precise and timing and all this stuff. He has to like hire a local to like, you know, run the this, the briefcase full of uh, mm-hmm. either the gun or the mission. You know, so he's not because like no one knows who Joe is. No one's ever seen him before. He could basically not exist. That's how good he is as an assassin. 
So he hires local people everywhere he goes to like run stuff for him. But, you know, throughout his career, he's always had thoughts about things. And in this one might be the one where he kind of changes his tune a little bit, not be so... A lot of it. That's true. That's true. He falls I was making it mysterious. <laughs> um, it could still be mysterious. But yeah. He still kind of has his Chris Angel hair going on he from does. next. It, like, uh, down, it, it's almost a Loki-type vibe. It does. From, like, he does have like Loki hair. Yeah, yeah the, it's the like super down here, dark hair. Super slick dark, back. slick yeah. back. And I was like, okay, guys, yeah. I'll see you. Um, but when he was mentoring that guy, do, teaching him the karate kung fu, right? You could tell Cage like legitimately learned how to do those moves because yeah. like he's very dedicated. He, he's, yeah, he's fully dedicated. He, he's uh, <laughs> but in a Cage way, no, this is great. He loves <laughs> motorcycles and he has motorcycles. That's another reason why he wanted to play Ghost Rider. So because he really rides all the motorcycle scenes, <laughs> and he rides you know motorcycles in this too. So um, you know when I first saw this, I again unfairly judging cage thought yeah. it was crap and i was like i didn't know it was a remake i didn't really care at the time I still don't i think you know but uh i was just like oh it's just another one of his stupid action movies or whatever and then now rewatching it this week i actually liked it it's, yeah, I it's, was, it's yeah. very watchable there are some dumb stuff in it of I course really there's dumb stuff it. in all of cage's movies it's, but it's, it's not as bad as i originally thought i tried it the first time I watched it, I only made it about 20 minutes in, and I was like, the fuck is this? We didn't have Bangkok that. Bangkok Dangerous? Yeah. We didn't like, have that respect uh, for Cage back but then. But then, re-watching it, I actually finished it through it, and I was like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys this question. Could you fall for someone who was deaf and didn't speak English? I guess it depends yeah. on our connection. I just, I mean, I like the connection in the movie, but I just thought uh, it was an interesting question. Like, sign, could you, you know, I would yeah, learn. like, yeah. I'd you, learn how to sign. Would yeah. you? Yeah. I've always wanted to learn, but I feel like I'd mess it up, and she'd I... just immediately be like, <gasps> and then she'd walk away. I'm like, I don't know what I said. That's what I was like. That's a good question. Like, could you? Could you fall? Could you date with somebody? But um, that scene where um, he's on the date with her, and those two thugs try to like. Uh, kill him but she can't hear so she doesn't hear him like pop caps and like their skulls and shit and then he's just like nonchalantly wiping blood off and I was just like that's awesome yeah, yeah. she just didn't know what was <laughs> um yeah worth the watch if you can't find it I got it okay yeah yeah it was way better than what I thought mm-hmm. it was gonna be I'm glad I gave it now it's not amazing it's not a perfect film so at everybody all. out there what right. you like that crap and I'm like no I just yeah, liked it better like than what I thought before of these films plus are... I love Nicolas Cage I'm admitting that are I love like the guy he's in my top five favorite actors of all time mm-hmm. yeah. so alright in uh, 2009 we got Knowing directed by Alex did he ever Alex. take a gap year I don't think so uh, well um, <laughs> I mean Honestly, mm. I don't think he did. 2014, he had like four movies. Four or five I think movies. every year he, he just loves to work. That's yeah. the thing yeah. about Cage. Like, yes, he's paying off debts, and that's an easy excuse to make fun of the guy or whatever. It's like, what yeah. bill is he paying off now? But well, he has admitted in a lot of <laughs> interviews, he's that's why he doesn't literally take everything. Mm-hmm. Especially in the when we talk about in episode three, those indie movies that he does, he is particular about certain things. But he yeah. loves working. He loves acting. So doing all of those, he loves his job. But mm-hmm. also, he's paying off some things, of yeah. course. And you can't knock him for but that. Yeah. You can't There's knock a lot of that. actors who 
I'm sure Bruce Willis. I'm sure Bruce Willis even loves acting, so that's why he's in all of those. But he's in all of those. Yeah, but his latest stuff, though, you can just tell he's just doing it for it. That's true. You don't have to watch him. That's true. He's doing it for the money. He's doing it for the money. I'm the same character every movie, and that's why I haven't watched him because I'm like, at least Nick Cage tries. He does, and he is different in a lot of things. Most people say he's the same in everything, and I'm like, no, no, Bruce Willis is the same. Yes, all his later movies, even his earlier movies, he's the same. Yeah, and you could tell with him, and no disrespect. Yeah, Bruce. we love Bruce. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you can just tell us for the check. And I'm a big fan, but... Why would I want to sit through a two-hour movie when yeah. you're not even trying your best? It's true. Because you already watched that movie yeah, we did. two hours before <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, called something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, with Frank Grillo in it, too. <laughs> I think he needs like three movies with him. <laughs> uh, so Knowing, 2009, directed by Alex Proyas, who gave us Dark oh, City God. and iRobot. Um... It's a disaster movie, but with like the whole, uh, well, here's an interesting, apophenia is the term for the perceptual phenomenon of people looking for patterns and randomness. Mm-hmm. So that's what this movie has. It finds all these patterns using the numbers and from, you know, just everyday things. Uh, Jim Carrey had that in number 23, how he found 23 in everything. I've never seen it. So, well, he finds, he finds. No, I know about it. He goes insane that. finding 23 in yeah. everything and it means <laughs> something, but that's like an actual, um, term. Um, that was okay. I like Alex Proyas, um, the director. I like a lot of his stuff, mm-hmm. except Gods of Egypt. Um, Jesse walked away because she did not like it. this movie. That's okay. We can talk about yeah, that's it. That's fine. I I actually really like this movie. I thought um, he did a good job, uh, performance wise. I kind of like the plot too. Like it's an interesting the fact plot. that it was you know from the past and then. Mm-hmm. Same school as his, uh, what was his son? Yeah, because it's or a time kid. capsule that yeah. they dig up and, you know, and people put this random stuff out. and then someone put in <laughs> a letter with, like, all these that random girl, numbers. Uh, Lucinda Yeah, is all her name. these random numbers. She was out there looking like a demon child. That's yeah, why I wrote it down because she was just like... That's why you're curious about the, yeah. the sheet mm-hmm. full of numbers and they yeah. find out that these numbers are dates of all the worst disasters that happened in our history. Yeah. And then there's future dates and they all start coming true. You know, and as an end of the world movie, I thought, even though I had a lot of similarities to 2012, mm-hmm. but 2012 came out after, so you could say 2012 yeah. has similarities to knowing. Yeah. Um, Take that Plus, you know, every actor has to have that war movie and has to have that disaster movie. And this is Nick Cage's disaster movie. But I'm glad he picked this over something like 2012 because this was... It's a disaster movie, but it had some... It had... Interesting original stuff in it, It had some heart into it. Yeah. It had some... Mystery to it, I want to say. It's not a happy um, ending either uh, for most of the people, and I enjoyed yeah, that as well. Because uh, that you don't get that a lot in these kind of movies. Most of the time it's... Even in 2012 had a happy ending, even though the destruction happened everywhere, you know. But um, this one, I kind of dug. I did too. Um, the lesser-known Hemsworth brothers in this Yes, movie. this is Liam Hemsworth's <laughs> first movie appearance. Knowing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this film has reassured me that I don't want to fly. <laughs> Ever. Like, at all. Like, this is a This one. I was like, mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> not, not the movie Alive? Which one was the, the rugby players, they crash into the Andes. It's a true story. Oh, no. And they had to, you know, like, turn okay, to cannibalism. Sorry, American Airlines. You didn't get my business. Get out of here. <laughs> Eating some cheese over there? 
Um, yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> Cage's son's name in this film is Caleb. So that's a win. Yep. That's my son's name in real life. So. Caleb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um... <laughs> Rose Byrne's character in this movie. Another actress. Oh my you goodness like gracious. Like, it was because of the actions she did. And it starts off like he's like, stay here. And why is it in every film where someone says, stay here, don't move? Why do people automatically and immediately do the opposite? Because we all have the attitude of, don't tell me what to Who do. Who is we all? Who is we all? Not me. Don't push the I'm in the button. car. You ain't even got to tell me. I'm in the car. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, like, she takes his son and doesn't tell him and then uh, lets both the kids get got. Like, and then she gets Meg Ryan in the uh, City of Angels uh, in the end, like, she did all of that for no reason because she was just too stubborn to listen to the Nick Cage's character. And I was like, this is what you get. You are Meg Ryan in City of Angels. Look at you now. Look at you now. You done left and your daughter, you done left your daughter parentless because you just thought she you got knew hit best. By, she got hit by a... She, she got fucked up. Oh. I don't remember. <laughs> she didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like... The ending was sad. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked it. But it, yeah, I know. I did like it. Way better. <laughs> and if you notice, before the whole world decimates, like, you don't see any children in the street. No kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's, they say it's, it's, <laughs> it's sneaky, but they, there's multiple ships. So yeah. it's like they just took all the children. Yeah. The future. Yeah. So knowing. Enjoyed it. <laughs> in 2009, we get another voice. Uh, for Cage, uh, G-Force, Disney's G-Force, which I happily watched on Disney Plus the other day. Yeah, I was very surprised that you said that. I didn't think I was going to do it, because when it came out, yes, of course, (laughs) this looked like the dumbest thing ever. But it's a kid's movie, so I'm sure kids enjoyed it. And I've been watching a few more kids' movies here and there. Um, It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Yes, it's guinea pigs. And they're secret agents, and they talk. But Sam That's Rockwell awesome. is our lead guinea pig, and Penelope Cruz, and John Favreau. Oh, if Tracy I would have known Morgan's that, I would have watched those. And they're great. And Cage plays. I guess plays, I still can. It's on Disney can. Plus. Yeah. Cage plays one of them called Speckles, and he kind of <laughs> disguises his voice to sound a little more nerdy because he plays the tech one, the one on the computer and stuff. Uh, and then we get you know like real human characters: Zach Galifianakis, Will Arnett bunch of random people it's pretty funny i mean it's like live action human characters yeah live action human characters yeah the the guinea pigs are in like maybe some rats and some mice and bugs those are the only like cgi things everybody else are humans oh okay i thought it was fully animated no uh this is disney's first live action cgi hybrid film that is the only trivia i have on this movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's on Disney Plus. It's yes, it is dumb, but it's funny. It was watchable. I like wait till I have my nephew over and yeah, look at me. Just throw that on. You know? <laughs> I probably won't even wait. My my kids are grown now anyway. I'll just watch. <laughs> just watch it. <laughs> Favorite Disney Plus. You, anyway, you don't even recognize well. Cage's voice like at all. If you had no idea he was in the movie, you wouldn't know. Like. Peggy's he, yeah, kinda. Yeah, he kind of brings that back a little bit. Yeah. He brings it back a little bit. Like, 
Hey, <laughs> Justin's. You know, a little bit. A little bit. Like, you would not know it's him. <laughs> my father. Hey, do me. do my father. If I can get that to be a ringtone yeah. or a text notification sound, <laughs> yeah. might be able to. it's Maybe. done day one. That's immediately going on. I told my I will watch it, but I told you I didn't watch the voice, well, outside of the Spider-Verse one. Just because there's so many other films that I just... Teen Titans Go the movie? I did watch bits and parts of that one, but... I don't know if that's... There was 36 films. There's a films show called Teen like, Titans Go, and that's the movie. Oh! Yeah. Any voice is super I actually like <laughs> Teen Titans Go. That's good well, they made a movie. Or Chris, is, Chris has been telling me to watch it forever, and I haven't <laughs> watched it yet. I will, dude. I will. 